Now it's time for Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf, the number one relationship advice radio show in the U.S. Hello and welcome to Love Never Dies. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, founder of AskDrLove.com, the web's first relationship advice site since 1995 and host of Ask Dr. Love Radio. Love Never Dies is my memoir and self-help book that shares the amazing true story of my spiritual reconnection with my beloved deceased husband, internationally renowned former Jesuit priest, Emile Jean Pin. Jean's astonishing after-death manifestations proved to me that our relationships aren't supposed to end with bodily death. So I created my groundbreaking new trans-dimensional grief therapy method that brings my acclaimed conflict resolution methods to the world of after-death communication. The result is an unprecedented new spiritual relationship therapy that offers you the first vehicle in history for not only reconnecting, but also making peace with the deceased. <clears throat> and Jean's over-the-top manifestations, they're just not meant for me alone. As Jean told me right after he left his body, Jamie, let our love shine like a torch that lights the path for others. So this means Jean's manifestations are meant to let you know that your loved ones are here with you too. They're just waiting for you to open the door of your heart and let them back in, reconnect to them, dialogue with them, and heal unfinished business too. And oh, before I forget, this is a special week for all of us. This is the anniversary week of the publication of Love Never Dies. It was actually published August 29th or 26th, I have to go look, 2014. So we are celebrating and I, I couldn't have done all the wonderful things that have happened without all of you, my loyal listeners. So we start the show every week with Jean's latest manifestations and they are as usual, really beautiful and wonderful. And as I said, we call them Jeanifestations. So here they are. On Sunday, I went to Sturbridge, Mass, and I met with Roberta Grimes. She's that famous afterlife researcher that I've mentioned here on Hay House Radio. She's the author of The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, and many other books. So last summer, I was led by her spirit guide, Mikey, to give her a sweater twin set that I had bought in France, and the set contained the dragonfly pattern. And when I gave it to her, she said that that symbolizes Mikey. He uses that signal the dragonfly symbol to signal his presence. Interestingly, she lost it. She left the the hotel and the restaurant and could not find it. And something kept on telling me she's going to find it. And seven, eight months later, she gets a call from Sturbridge saying they found it, which is so remarkable. How could something have been misplaced for so long and then found? And to me, it was such a symbol of really the whole reconnection with loved ones in spirit. We think we've lost them but then we find them. And even when you think you're not getting signs and you are, and you lose touch, there it is. She found the twin set. So here I was this past weekend and Mikey is nagging me and nagging me to give her another butter uh, dragonfly gift. So I find a pair of earrings, dragonfly earrings with little tiny like simulated diamonds in them, tiny, they fit the earlobe. And I gave it to her and she was so moved because she said, that all week she could feel Mikey was trying to reassure her that everything was going to be well. So Mikey used me as, as his open vessel to get this gift to her. Notice each time spirit uses you in this way, you'll feel a tidal wave of love. You'll feel like you're being pushed in a certain direction or pulled in a certain direction. And what a gift spirit brings to each of us when they use us as the open vessel giver. And of course, it blesses the receiver as well. Now, later in this day, I was driving to visit the Umpachini Waterfall in Western Mass, really amazing spot that I found last year where you can actually sit on the rocks and the waterfall is rushing all around you. Really beautiful. And I used my GPS just like I did use it last year to help me find the place. And I just kept circling and circling and getting lost. And finally, I got the message, you're not supposed to go. Does that happen to you sometimes? I bet it does. Well, this is spirit's way of watching out for you, maybe protecting you from some kind of uh, negative outcome. So pay attention to these signs. If you get lost, don't push the river, just don't go. So as a result of my not going, I ended up taking a different route back home, which led me to a gas station that I never use. And I was thinking of Jean and I was 
kind of missing his physical presence. It was such a beautiful, breezy summer Sunday. And I was thinking about all the times that we went to waterfalls and parks. And I pulled into the gas station. It was a mobile. And as I was pumping, I looked up and I saw a pre-printed cardboard sign for a mobile advertisement. And on the sign were the words, welcome, Jamie. (laughs) And that's when I realized that I had been led to get lost so that I would take gas here so that Jean could let me know that he's here with me always. So even when we think we're getting lost, we're actually being found. (laughs) Now, the last manifestation I want to share is really mind-blowing. You're going to recall that I recently conducted a Love Never Dies retreat to help kids reconnect with their loved ones in spirit. One of the attendees was a psychiatrist, and she told me that she asked her husband for help in reconnecting to him. And she said that he led her to listen to Hay House Radio right when I was on the air. How many times have you heard me talk about this? So many of my new coaches were led to me in the same way, awakened out of a sound sleep to listen to me on Hay House Radio. Now, at the retreat, she said that her husband told her that he visited a clinic in spirit and that Jean is the director of the clinic and the clinic's purpose is to teach those in spirit how to reconnect with their loved ones on the earth plane. And the psychiatrist's husband in spirit told her that he told Jean that he wanted to help his wife to reconnect with him. And the husband said that Jean told him, I have just the person for you. And Jean guided the woman to find me through Hay House Radio. This is so mind-blowing because if you've read Love Never Dies, you'll remember that Jean told me right after he left his body, Jamie, you can't die. You can't give up. We have so much work left to do in our ministry. I'm holding your hand every minute until you return to me. So you can see that Jean's working in tandem with me, helping those in spirit to reconnect with those on the earth plane and helping me to connect those on the earth plane with their loved ones in spirit. So one night recently during my online coaches training and supervision, I was leading a meditation for making contact, the one that we do here. And on this night, my certified coaches had this amazing out-of-body experience where they traveled to the spirit realm and visited with Jean. Now, I just want to give you the phone number before I tell you what happened. The phone number so you can get in queue and call me is 866-254-1579 in U.S. and Canada. And when you call from international locations, dial your country code, followed by 760-918-4300. Remember to get in queue early because last week I had so many people that I couldn't get to. And I thought about all of you all week long. And I said, call me back. So anybody who was in queue and wanted to get with me last week, call back so we can make sure that I have a chance to help you reconnect or answer your questions. So after the out-of-body experience that occurred during the coach's training and supervision, one of my newly certified coaches, Candy, wrote to me afterwards, and she said, this is what happened. She said, in the meditation, it started with us being at a party near my Silvery Lake. You'll see the photo of the Silvery Lake when you go to AskDrLove.com. And look at the menu, work with Dr. Turndorf, and use the drop-down and go to Love Never Dies Retreat. And there you'll see beautiful photos of what I'm talking about. So she said that Jean was in his tuxedo, and he was hosting a delightful event. And he soon led everyone to follow him out of the realm of Earth. And she said she saw us all floating in space, and we were moving farther away from the Earth. And I was watching this from within myself, yet I was traveling with all of you. She said, Jean led us through a cloud of some sort, and almost everything was transformed white, but a warm, comforting, cottony white, not a brighter than bright, I can't see anything white. And as we passed through the realm of outer space, we entered the white space, and our clothing became white. We followed Jean as he led us to a structure I can only aptly describe as hive-shaped, and it had many openings which glowed with a golden color, and the hive was white and fluffy-looking, yet solid. And Jean led us through the front door, which also glowed with golden light. And we floated instead of walked. And we glided up a set of stairs, and a beautiful black man approached us and welcomed us. It was as if he was expecting us, and we were all there together and looking around. I was seeing streaks of golden light shooting in and out of all the portals or windows all around the hive. And I somehow knew these streaks were souls. And this was confirmed when I asked the man what they were doing there. And he said, we are healing souls. And I knew the souls were passing through, and I asked him if these were living souls, and he said yes. This beautiful place was accepting souls in, 
And as they moved through this realm, this hive, they were being healed and returned to their bodies on earth. It was a soul healing facility in heaven, a soul healing facility for those not yet in spirit. Perhaps it's a place for those who have out of body experiences like we do every week. What a beautiful concept. And I know I didn't think of this. It was a message from somewhere else. And I'm so very grateful to have had this meditation. How very beautiful. And I can still see and feel this place of healing day, days later. So isn't that lovely? Each week during our coaches training and supervision, we experience these amazing eye and soul opening journeys with Jean. How lovely to know that your loved ones in spirit are reaching out through Jean to get Jean to help you reconnect with your loved ones in spirit, have out of body experiences and heal yourself. It's just mind boggling. So I want to move on to today's show, why spirits don't want your forgiveness. Now, what do, what do I mean by this crazy title? Well, anyone on the spiritual path has heard how important it is to forgive those who have harmed us. But so often those who are spiritual force forgiveness down their own throats. And in the process, they bury their anger, they bury their hurt, they bury their sadness, and they bury them in a very shallow grave. So before we can truly forgive, we have to first face our feelings and confront those who have wronged us. Spirit knows this, and this explains why spirits are waiting with open arms for you to confront them rather than forgive them out of hand. So I have a couple of really wonderful examples of this point, and it happened during one of the live group calls that I offered to my live online course group students. The participant that I'm going to speak about, her name was Dottie. And she was so filled with pain over having been verbally and physically abused by her dad and then her brothers. And Dottie had been carrying this pain for her entire life. And now it was decades after her dad's dad bodily departure, and she was still drowning in the hurt and sadness and anger over being battered her whole life. But Dottie, like so many victims, remained frozen in time. She was still carrying all the emotional poison associated with her abuse, and she kept thinking that she had to forgive her dad. So I reminded her, don't even think of trying to forgive him. And I told her what I said to you a minute ago. So many people force forgiveness down their own throats. And meanwhile, all the hurt, the sadness and the anger isn't gone. It's just getting pushed underground and it lives inside us like a cancer that eats us alive emotionally and physically. And if you were listening to the Hay House radio show last week, you heard the caller who said that she had forgiven her parents. She wasn't angry, but I sensed that she had just swallowed her anger. And I told her that she was at risk of developing cancer. Remember, she said, I already have cancer. So the point is, Dottie and all of us have to own our feelings of hurt, sadness, and anger, and dialogue with the person who did us harm. So as I helped Dottie to dialogue with her dad, she discovered that her dad's spiritual development required him to face what he did to her, and her healing required her to tell him how she feels. By the end of the dialogue, she had a complete understanding of her dad and why he treated her the way he did. And this led to a total feeling of acceptance. And she said that she felt peace for the first time in her life. Now, when you purchase the Love Never Dies online course, you're going to be able to view the recording of this group session and the two others that my students were invited in. And you're going to witness her dialogue and her healing. And watching this healing is going to spark your own. So what I want you to remember is spirits accept you right where you are. They aren't afraid to face what you feel toward them. They don't want you to fake forgiveness. They want to help you work out your issues with them. This is a win-win for everybody because when you're in peace, so are they. So here's another really good example. And this one happened in my recent Love Never Dies Kid Retreat. And it involves the psychiatrist I mentioned earlier in the show. She made a five-hour round trip to attend the live retreat with her eight-year-old daughter. Now, mom herself was enraged with her husband for, quote unquote, dying and leaving her with two young kids. And she was also angry that he pushed her away from him. He distanced himself before he left his body. He said things to push her away. And she kept saying that she knew she had to forgive him. And I kept reminding her to not worry about that. So she dialogued with her husband and he absorbed her anger. And then he admitted why he pushed her away. And he said it was a feeble earthly attempt to help her disconnect from him so that his bodily departure would be less painful. Now, if you recall, when you read Love Never Dies, Jean did something similar. I talk about this. Now, as they dialogued, her anger just vaporized. Then we did 
a dialogue with her eight-year-old. Now, the eight-year-old was just crying her little eyes out because she said she was feeling numb, that she couldn't even take in the love that was being offered to her by those around her, including her mom, because she was so numb. So in the dialogue, she cried, and I helped her to admit to her dad how angry she was with him. Because what happens is if you're not aware of your anger, your psychology, your psyche will put out something called psychological anesthesia, which numbs you. You feel numb to every feeling because you're actually trying to numb your anger. And when you own the anger, then the numbness dissipates. And suddenly all her anger and her numbness went away. And she said she felt her daddy's love surrounding her and she could feel his arms all around her. And her numbness was the result of forcing forgiveness on herself so that her anger went underground. And what she needed to do was own her anger and dialogue about it. Now, during this kid's retreat, we had another woman who was also blocked and unable to dialogue. And she kept saying she wasn't getting signs. She couldn't dialogue. And when I heard her say that she's been trying to forgive, I knew why she was blocked because buried angle blocks the channel of communication. And paradoxically, openly voicing your anger opens the channel. So the point is we don't want to force forgiveness on you. We want you to focus on admitting what you feel. And then we want you to dialogue with the departed and share whatever you're feeling with the being that did you wrong. And this is your key. This is your key to total healing, mind, body, and soul. So don't force forgiveness, just be real. Now, let me, let me give you the phone number again so that you can call in, ask me questions. If you want me to help you dialogue, work through unfinished business, anything that's in your heart or mind. The phone number is 866-254-1579 in U.S. and Canada. The international number is the country code followed by 760-918-4300. I also want to remind you, well, I'm going to be in Lilydale August 7th. That's coming up next weekend. And... I'm going to be there the same weekend as James Van Prague, but obviously my spiritual relationship therapy is a different, is, is a different thing than what James is doing. He's doing psychic readings. Uh, the August 26th through 28th, I'm going to be at Kripalu for a beautiful Berkshire Mountain retreat. Yoga is, Kripalu is a yoga and retreat center. And I'm going to work with you in this lovely setting overlooking Lake Ma. Kinak, and I'm going to show you how to dialogue from the heart. And then, of course, also my spirit at Sea Cruise. This is an incredible week-long Love Never Dies retreat, January 22nd through 29th. And as I say, Jean and I are going to just lift you into a heart space where you're going to be cruising with like-minded people, making friends that last a lifetime. Because, you know, it is hard when you're bereaved to travel alone. It makes you feel sadder. But here you're going to be cruising with like-minded people, making friends that last a lifetime while you're also reconnecting with your loved one in spirit. And you're going to have a beautiful vacation in the Caribbean. We're going to be stopping off at Cozumel, this beautiful Mexican island in the Caribbean. And I've seen the photos of it. It's white sugar sand beaches and turquoise waters. And we can scuba, snorkel, swim with the dolphins, take Jeep tours. And then we're going to go through Belize, which has an amazing archaeological preserve and coral reefs and botanical gardens. We can even canoe hidden caves and visit rainforests and waterfalls. And then we're going to end up in Rotan, Honduras, which has the largest coral reef or the second largest coral reef in the world. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love. And reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. So, what else? I guess it's time for us to go to, oh, for the cruise. 
this is the thing I, I have to mention. It's only around $800, which is such a reasonable one-week vacation. It includes your cabin and your meals. So what a beautiful thing. But they're going to be closing registration. So if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see there's a link. You'll also find this information at AskDrLove.com forward slash live events. So any events you want to sign up for, you'll find them at my website too. So I would like to go to the phone now. Let me please go to line one and speak with Edgar. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Edgar. Hi. Hey, sorry. Okay. Uh, I've been listening to you um, for the past few months now, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm so I thank you for your for your sharing everything that um that you've been doing. Oh, honey, that's uh, so sweet. Uh, very almost as the word I'm looking for. Um, what's the word? I didn't hear your word. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I'm getting a little like uh, starstruck here. Sorry. Oh, huh. uh, well, just think of it this uh, way we're just talking together, you and I. It's just you and I. Yeah. And don't well, be starstruck I mean, because I'm just so down to earth. I was just talking about cows humping a few minutes ago, so <laughs> to my poor engineer. <laughs> to my poor engineer. <laughs> my poor engineer is cha- looking for a job change, let me tell you. <laughs> so tell me how I could help you. Um I was wondering if you can uh, help me connect with uh, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, just curious to see if she has something to tell me or something. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to. Now, you know... Since you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that it is my mission, it is Jean's and my mission, to help everybody realize that we have the ability to send and receive energetic communications, right? And that we just need to learn how to tune to what I call the spirit channel of our brain, right? And it's something that we have the channel in our minds, we just haven't practiced tuning to it. And once we learn how to do it, And then we practice dialoguing back and forth. We get so skilled at doing this. We don't need a channeler, a medium, a psychic. We don't need anybody. That's what the Love Never Dies live events and retreats are about. So I basically work with you. And just spending four hours, you know, live with me, you're in the deep end. Everybody starts the retreats and says, oh, I can't do this. I'm not able to do it. And then by the end, they all are able to. And then... A, a lot of people also will say to me, wow, I, I could do it a little after the retreat. Then I did the online course and I'm in the deep end, right? I'm so good at it now. So don't give up on yourself. I'll help you. But then I want you to take your show on the road and just keep on keeping on and doing it. Okay. So let's do this all together. Now, everybody in queue and everybody at home, close your eyes. Because we always want to do my visualization and my meditation for making contact. This helps you switch into the superconscious part of the brain, which is a trance state, really, and you're more able to tune to the spirit channel and send and receive energetic signals when you're in this state. So close your eyes and take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And one more breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And a third in through your nose. And out through your mouth. And on your next inhalation, I want you to imagine a golden light entering your body through your crown chakra, the energy center located at the top of your head. And with each exhalation, I want you to feel the warm golden light washing over your body. Imagine it having the power to penetrate your blood, your organs, and your cells. And as you exhale, feel that tension leaving your body through your fingertips and toes. And as the tension eases, feel yourself sinking deeper and deeper into the chair, the couch, or the bed. And now I want you to imagine this light pouring over you like warm lava that's melting into you. Your muscles are turning to taffy, melting under a summer sun. See this light as it flows downward, starting from your head. Then moving down your face, your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your hands, your fingers, your chest, your upper back, 
your stomach, your mid-back, your groin, your lower back, your thighs, your knees, your shins, your calves, ankles, feet, and toes. If you sense any area of the body resisting the flow, visualize your inhaling breath entering those areas of constriction, and then imagine your exhaling breath flushing out the tension. As you continue breathing, feel yourself sinking deeper into a state of relaxation, as if you're in a bucket being lowered into a well, or in an elevator dropping lower and lower until you reach the state in which you're free of tension and worry. When you're feeling fully relaxed and receptive, when you do this at home, you'll take as much time as you need to feel fully relaxed. And then we'll move on to stroll along the bank of a stream. The sky is a perfect blue dome, and songbirds and butterflies accompany our stroll. A gentle breeze ruffles the lush grass. And as we walk on, our steps become lighter and lighter until they're nearly weightless. A stream meanders lazily in front of you. And we effortlessly cross the stream together and we enter a meadow that is a lush emerald carpet. And as we walk on, we see in the distance my silvery lake. Its surface is smooth as glass and shimmers like liquid silver. The lake seems to have a magnetic force that's pulling us toward it. And as we approach, we notice your loved one standing at the edge of the lake smiling and beckoning you forward, their eyes sparkle as they stretch their arms out to you in welcome. And your loved one sends you the message energetically that it's time for you to open your heart and speak the words that your heart begs you to share. So now take one more breath in and say a first statement aloud, Edgar. Speak aloud and call your grandmother by the name you always spoke to her. Using Mom. that. Mom. I love you, Mom. Take a breath in again, Edgar. Now see if you can sense what's coming back from Grandma. Could be a word, a sentence, mental picture, physical sensation. What do you get? I get anything. You don't get anything? Take a breath in again. Take another breath. Now, do you want me to help you? Yeah. Okay. First of all, Grandma is showing me that she's putting her hand over your heart. And she's saying that you are so sad over missing her that you are not feeling her. Does this make sense? That's true. You're right. So you haven't read Love Never Dies yet, Edgar. I know you haven't. So there's a section in uh, part, I, I don't even remember if it's part two or part three. I talk about the dark tunnel of grief. When we are grieving the loss, the bodily loss of someone we love, and we go into this dark tunnel and we focus on the sadness, the sadness and the emptiness has the same effect of, do you know when there's an atmospheric storm and the storm blocks the sending and receiving of radio or TV signals? Mm -hmm. Well, when we're too emotionally upset and focused on the loss, it's like we're, we are in a storm and the storm is blocking the sending and receiving of signals. Or imagine when you're in a dark tunnel and you get a cell phone call, but you're in the tunnel. You don't even know you got the call till you come out of the tunnel. When we're in that dark tunnel of grieving, we don't even realize that our loved ones are sending us signals because we're so deep in the tunnel. So grandma wants you to understand that the reason you're not getting anything is because you're so sad. 
and you are so focused on the loss of her that you're not able to find her again in her spirit form. Does this make sense, what I'm telling you? It does. Okay, so also, too, I'm getting the message. Did you ever hear me talk about the vanilla versus the chocolate ice cream metaphor? I don't remember that one, no. Okay, so when we lose somebody in bodily form, we want that person physically with us. And so I use the analogy of chocolate ice cream. Let's say that's your favorite flavor, right? And we kind of go into snits and we say, I want my loved one back. I want chocolate ice cream. That's the physical embodiment of our loved one. And then our loved one says, but I can give you vanilla. That's me in everything but a bodily form. And we say, but I don't want vanilla. I want chocolate. I don't want vanilla. I want chocolate. We're having a fit. And so as a result, we prevent ourselves from enjoying the vanilla. They are with us in the dark matter, which is literally right here, waiting to connect. Grandma's waiting to connect with you in every way but physical. That's it. So we have to accept she's not going to be here in chocolate, but she will be here in vanilla. Now try again. Close your eyes. Take another breath in. And I want you to try to allow yourself to permit your grandma to come to you in every way but physical, okay? And see, let's see what comes through now. Okay, Edgar? Try again. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Okay. I keep getting a provision. I recently visited the cemetery and tombstone was on an angle. And we complained about it and never fixed it. And I was just so annoyed. I just tipped it over and fixed it myself, you know, like the best way I could. And I just had the vision of her laughing at me saying, you're crazy. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you saw that because she's like, dude, that's not where I am anyway. And the story you just told me confirmed how angry you are. See, your anger is acting like a straitjacket. But you're already doing better that from the start of the call where you said, I'm getting nothing, there you saw she was laughing like, you're crazy. What are you worried about a freaking piece of stone for? Right? I'm right here. So what I want you to do is read Love Never Dies. Pay special attention to all the exercises in part three. Part three shows you how to create a state of receptivity, how to recognize the signs, how to use the signs in a back-and-forth dialogue, and then how to do a direct dialogue. This is a matter of you being able to lay down the expectation and the anger associated with, I want my chocolate, and allow her to come through to you with vanilla, which ain't so bad. (laughs) Okay? And if you need more help, you're in New York City. You could actually come up to Kripalu. It's not far. Kripalu is in Western Mass. So if you want me to help you, spend a weekend with me. It's going to be a small group. And um, I promise the cows will be humping over there, too. So you won't have to be starstruck at Kripalu either. All right? (laughs) Thank you so much. Talk to you soon, Edgar. Hope to see you there. Let me go to line two, please, and speak with B. Hello. B? Yes. Hello, B. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I hear you perfectly. It's as if you're right here with me. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, I have I've listened to you. I've uh, gone through the exercises. Mm-hmm. And like the other caller, I am just blocked. And I went through the whole exercise that you just did. And I just, yeah. I don't know. So, fresh, so frustrating. You know, I had a patient maybe 35 years ago. She would, she made up her own word when she would say aggravating 
and frustrating. She called it frustrating. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, it's so frustrating. So yeah. you're not alone, B. A lot of people have attended the Love Never Dies retreat, and they've started out with the same thing, saying, I can't do it. I'm not getting anything. What I would suggest to you is do the Love Never Dies online course. Because with the online course, I'm taking you, I'm holding you by the hand and I'm taking you through step by step. You're, and you're actually watching me and it's like I'm literally in the room with you. You can do it at your own pace too. Okay. Mm -hmm. And just, you'll practice with me because this is the thing. If you, uh, went to the gym and you said, okay, I went through the exercises. How come I'm not a power lifter? Well, you got to practice. And sometimes you need to practice in the space with other people who are in the same energetic vibratory frequency. So the the retreats, my live events, you're in the same vibratory frequency. The online course where I take you through it step by step and you just practice. I promise you this. I've never had a single person come out of a live retreat or attending virtually or one of my live talks or the course. Not one person has said to me, I can't do it anymore. So it's wherever you are on the continuum, there's nowhere to go but up. So if you want, we can practice a little bit today. And then you just, you know, come into my world in whatever way feels right to you, whether you want to come to one of my live events or do the online course. And I promise you, you are not going to be an orphan in this. You'll be able to do it too. Okay. So take, were you with me when I did the visualization and meditation? Okay. So close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out. Now, make a first statement to whomever you wish to speak with and always choose who you want to talk to. Because, you know, just like when someone's in a body, you know, you're talking to me, got to know who you're talking to. Who do you want to talk to and make a first statement aloud and call that person by name? Aunt Sarah, I love you. Do you have any messages for me? Okay. Take another breath in, B. Okay, so do you get what B is saying to you? I didn't expect this. Do you she's telling you something very specific about what's blocking you? I don't I don't see it. I don't hear it. Okay. So as soon as we started, I got this like like, you know, when you have a blowtorch, mm-hmm. I got the image of a blowtorch and the heat. You're very, very angry. Are you aware of that? No. Well, she's saying you're mad. And, you know, there's a big component of being mad when people leave us in a body. Mm-hmm. And when we say, I miss you, I miss you. We are often saying, I'm so mad at you for leaving me. Can you tap into that? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. There you go. I'm breathing a sigh of relief, and so is she, (sighs) because this is what has been uh, like a steel vault blocking you. Are you Mm -hmm. able to say this to her? I'm mad at you for leaving me in a body. You know, you left your body, and you left me. Are you able to, to, you're feeling it now. Can you say it to her? I'm so upset that you left. Now, upset is soft soaping. We don't need to soft soap. I'm mad that you left. I'm mad. Yes, yes, yes. Is that okay? Yeah. Excellent. Take a breath in. Exhale it out. What do you get coming through? There you go. You're actually connecting to her through clairsentience, okay? Mm-hmm. You are feeling the peace that she experiences in her spirit body. And she is bringing you that peace, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel now, B? Relieved, calm. It's awesome. Awesome. I mean, you're going to be now my poster child for 
Look at what we just went through that journey that was so life-changing and transformational. You were blocked. You were getting nothing. You trusted me. You let me tell you I'm feeling the anger. You had the courage to own it and admit it and say it to her. And then you felt peace and calm. Mm -hmm. So you've begun your reconnection. Anytime you feel blocked, you will know I'm angry. Dialogue about it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And please keep in touch. I just loved, I love talking to you. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you soon. So let's go to line three, please. Julie. Who? Julie. Julie. Hi, this is Julie. Hello, Thank Julie. You my call. Hello. You're welcome. Hello. So, your last caller was very sweet. Unlike her, I have no problem telling my father off. My my deceased father. <laughs> Isn't that like wonderful? I mean, you're like the you're the polar <laughs> opposite, right? Isn't that yes, wonderful? That all I ever do is. Tell him how angry I am and how could he have left me and my little brother. I still cry thinking about it. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I okay. Do, do I keep confronting? Nope. Or do I forgive? Nope. I don't nope. know. No, no, no. You're stuck. Okay. You're stuck. Okay. So now we got to figure, when you dialogue with him, do you hear him coming back to you? Do you feel what he's saying to you about why he left? He left you when you were young, right? Yes, I was nine. Right. So do, do, when you dialogue with him, it feels like it's sort of a one-sided dialogue where you just rail on him. It's like barfing into the universe. But are you having a conversation where you hear what he's saying back? Never. Oh, girl, that's what's Never. missing. Otherwise, you're just like peeing in the ocean. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why you're so You know, stuck. recently I did, a, I did a past life regression, and I think I saw him. But the funny thing is I only see him from the waist down. If that's him, I only see his slacks and his shoes and his belt. I uh-huh. can't see him above that. Is that weird? Whatever. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is, what I, what, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But what I know is <laughs> you're missing a conversation. So I want us to have, because basically this reminds me of people who've come to me for therapy. And one woman said to me, look, I spent 15 years in therapy every week crying and raging about my, my parents' abandonment. Well, I said, well, well, did the therapist talk to you? No, he just let me go on and on. So all we're doing is spinning our wheels. The reason we stay stuck, Julie, is because we haven't heard back what we need to hear, either from those who are living in a body or those who are in the spirit body. You need to hear back what you didn't hear as a kid in order to move forward. If you don't hear back what you needed to hear, you're not resolved. And that's why you're stuck spinning your wheels. Okay. Okay. All right. So I want you to close your eyes, take a breath in, and I want you to make a first statement to him. And then I want us to focus on what he comes back. I don't care what he's wearing or whether we're seeing him from the waist down. <laughs> I, don't care. I just want to know right. what yeah. comes back from him. Okay. So make okay. a statement to him. I love and it. I want it to be a feelingful statement about what he did and how you feel. Okay. About what he did and how I feel. Yes. You left me when I was a child and I've been, <clears throat> I've been so mad ever since. Ah. Trying to find you and everywhere. Okay. Take a breath in and tell him what you're really feeling because you're not mad. That's not the primary feeling. Tell him the real I'm feeling, very Julie. Hurt. Exactly. I'm hurt. Exactly. I'm very, very hurt. Now, have you ever told him that before? Yes. No. You've told him you're hurt or have you told him only you're mad and you rage at him? Oh, probably I'm mad and I rage. Exactly. So we've already made our first hurdle. We've already overcome it because we're now talking about what you really feel. You're not mad. You're hurt. Anger is a big smoke screen that covers our hurt, our fear, our sadness. Now, I want you to again state the purity of I'm hurt. And I want you then to breathe in and see what comes back. I'm hurt. Okay. Now, what comes through? I'm sorry. What it took... Two seconds. The girl who said she couldn't get <laughs> there. You go. I'm sorry. He says. I'm it's, sorry. It seems too simple. Yeah, but 
Listen, you don't have to forgive him. He just said he's sorry. Keep talking to him. Take a breath in and say, because you went back to your default. I'm mad at you. I don't want to forgive you so fast, dude. Okay? So I want you to become aware, Julie, that you use anger as an armor to conceal how you're hurt. And the minute he comes through and says he's sorry, instead of you sitting with that and allowing his sorriness to penetrate you, you go back to your default position of, but I'm pissed. And you think that's protecting you. You're armoring yourself with anger. So I want you to just breathe through the anger and come back to the real feeling beneath it. Dad, when you say I'm sorry, I feel, what do you really feel? I'm sad. You feel sad. So then explain to him why you're sad when he says he's sorry. I'm sad because sorry doesn't take away 34 years of pain. Right. So take a breath in and see if you can sense what's coming back. (sighs) You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love. And reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Let me go, please, to line four. Stephanie. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, sorry, just taking off speakerphone. Good. Okay. Wow. Well, I've been listening and doing some dialoguing already and writing in my journal while you've been, I've been listening. So Good. maybe it kind of answered my question. Um, okay. Goodbye. Initial one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice oh. to meet you. Hello. <laughs> bye. It's, um, but it's so true when you listen to other people, that's why the online course is so amazing because even though now it's fully recorded, when you watch other people dialogue and you listen to them, It's just the way a group experience heals everybody because we all can partially identify with every member of the group because whatever anybody's talking about is our struggle too. And we grow through listening and observing and experiencing other people. And there it is. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe what I feel the need to do now is um, process a little what just came, what came to me. Great. And call me back. Okay. Wonderful. And call me back too. I mean, process now. Oh, you want to process now? I had the feeling you wanted to do it privately. Okay, so process. Go ahead. I've been doing it privately for so long. (laughs) Isn't that so amazing that I'm like, go ahead, do it privately, because that's what you always do. So tell me what you got and what you want to process. Okay, well, you know, I had, while I've lived in this apartment complex, and I'm getting ready to move, like, this weekend, I have had such phenomenal experiences with spirit i'll just say say it you know right and not shit not try to guide it to look normal uh, which is kind of weird you know that's what i'm going through is actually grief about trying to appear normal you know but oh, i've been gosh. hearing people that died since my grandfather i mean i recognized when my dad visited me in a dream after he died when i was so like what's your what's your question or your issue since you're yeah. you're, you're so well, gifted yeah well you know the first thing is is that you know, I had a lot of fear about one revealing that, and I'm, you know, I okay. guess I really don't that much. And, you know, I honestly kind of went through a really weird experience studying with some shamans about ten ten years ago. Yeah, tell and, me about it. <laughs> and it wasn't just studying with them because I have friends who do shamanic stuff. I'd have spontaneous shamanic stuff happen. That's the thing is, you know, it's like I hear spirits talk to me. But other than when I've done it with, like, the process that you're doing it with, like, on the radio along with you. Yeah. When I even try to do that process on my by myself just imagining it, 
weird stuff happened. Okay, know, well, like spirit can be pretty ago, weird. You know, it's it's it frightens me. You know, ah, it's like there's okay. it's like the little five year old in me is cry. It was crying. I was realizing I was like falling. I was so scared, and I then understand. I recognized. You know, I had an experience when I was five that may or may not have been spirits, but I wonder if it was that I woke up in a hospital with the measles, but I didn't have any spots. And I said, well, I found out years later, I'm like, Mom, how'd you know to take me? She said, because you had a 106-degree temperature, Okay, which well, most of my childhood wait, illnesses. Because we're going your... through a lot of different things. I'm just, I'm going to just yeah. say this, and then You're we'll end the call. Because yeah. what I'm saying is, when you open up, it's very easy for the young part of the self to come forward. And for us to feel a lot of the fears we felt when we were young, when we were sick, when we had measles. So there's a lot of youngness and regressive stuff that happens. And I don't mean just past life regression. I mean, regressing back to when we were young. The best thing I can say to you is you need to find a group to train with that is supportive and loving. Because a lot of my my coaches, my transdimensional grief method coaches said what you said. They were scared in the beginning. They were afraid of what was coming through. When you're in a group with me and being shepherded by me, you start to become less afraid. You become more um, comfortable with what's coming through. So think about it because you're already gifted. If you want to study with me, um, you can, you know, I'll help you so you won't be so afraid. So come uh, to well, askdrlove.com well, and you'll find out all yeah. about it. Yeah, the only thing is, is I don't understand why when I'm just open and receptive, they come to me and I can hear them. But that's when fine. I try to initiate contact, uh, that's when the scary stuff has happened. That's well, what I don't understand. Well, that's because when you need to initiate the contact, it's because you've got something you need to work out and you need help to be able to manage the feelings that come up. That's all. That's fine. That's so keep, that's right what there. it is. So, you know, look at the um, um, coaches training and then, you know, you can reach out to me. You know, there's contact buttons all over the site. Okay. Okay. And when you have so I many have to, people I have left, to go, I, I have to go now because I'm so sorry. I've got such a big queue. I'm so sorry. Please, please, um, let me go to line six, Susan, because I, I needed to, to, to speak to Susan. The engineer said I had to get to you. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm so glad that I can speak with you just quickly. I, I was doing the same thing with Edgar, um, for my friend Tom, and I, at first I thought I was populating my mind with pumpkin ice cream, but that was something <laughs> that he and I shared, and then when I thought, no, that's my thought, and you told Edgar to breathe in again, I did that, and you asked him what he felt, and I felt, without any pain, I felt as if someone had punched me in the stomach, um, my stomach contracted, and then when I came back to listening to you, you were talking about chocolate and vanilla ice cream, so <laughs> I really <laughs> believe the pumpkin ice cream was from Tom. <laughs> I have no other way to take that other than a sign, but that's awesome. yeah, um, he was my dearest friend from college, and two years ago, just before his birthday, he took his life, mm. and, um, and I really felt I was devastated. I didn't know. And apparently he had sent um, a letter to an undisclosed person. And because of the destructive nature of how he died, um, the case is closed. You know, you can't find anything out about it. I just saw a two-line obituary in a paper in New York, which broke my heart because his life was so much more than, oh my you know, goodness, his name I and age. I can't believe. I'm so sorry, Susan. We're coming to the end. And I always want to be able to have all the time in the world for everybody. Call me back. And Monique, call me back, too, so that we have more time to chat. And next week, we're going to talk about how you can reconnect with those who are reincarnated. Think you can? Think again. See you next week. You've been listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Sign up for Dr. Jamie's newsletter at AskDrLove.com and receive her meditation audio that will guide you to open your heart and chill out during these stressful times. 